origin of these broadcasts is unknown. What you are listening to is the recordings of intercepted transmissions. was better that time yeah but i was off to the side so you probably didn't hear it and they got the real crack of mine crack a lacking <sighs> Ooh. it's not good it is i just wasn't i mean that's exactly what the title says um i'm trying it's a seasonal called onward by fall city beer and they're local for us but what's what's it supposed to taste like? Hoppy brown ale. And I got the hops right off the bat. I was like, holy shit. None of that is descriptive enough for me. Well, hoppy like uh, IPA. Sure. That's the hop. That's hoppy. Sure. And then brown ale is just, to me, is like a smooth, like kind of like Newcastle. It's like a s- stronger. No idea. Bud. Bud Light? No. Bud, don't. 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 Uh-uh. No, Budweiser. <laughs> don't talk mad about my Bud Light. It's like a full-bodied, like... We got a few reviews. Caramel? caramel? I mean, in brown ale, there's like caramel notes and stuff. Notes. Oh, you're a co- coffee. You're a uh, beer snob. Pinky up. Yeah. Okay, so we got a few new reviews, so I want to give a few shout-outs. From good old Adam Dupin. And he also mentions Cadence in the review. So oh, shout yeah. out Cadence if you're listening. Thank you. Um, I'm not sure who this is. Pinkerton Jr. Love the name though. Yeah. Well, also your review was so much fun. Yeah. It was so much fun because it talks about the conspiracy burrito itself. And that's like. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that was our goal. We were like, do you think anybody's going to understand the concept behind yeah. the burrito? <laughs> yeah. uh, Pinkerton Jr. does. <laughs> That, um, or my, like, we need to do an episode on the Pinkertons. You ever? No. Oh, it's awesome. It's like Wild Wild West stuff. Oh. And then we got, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing this, Jay Levity Music. They heard from us through Average Fellas. Whoop, whoop. That's good. Our friends. Whoop, whoop. And then we think this one is Ryan's stepmom, Terry. Pretty sure. S-C-G-T-L-K. So, Terry, if that's you, shout out. Thank you. Thank you all for the reviews. We really like to, like, I got on here, what was it, like a few days ago, and I texted Ryan. I was like, we have so many new reviews. Yeah, I keep forgetting the, well, I tried to try it. I don't know. Mine must be slow updating or something, but. Yeah, I think sometimes they have to be approved because it takes a little while to see them, but I love reading our reviews. They're so much fun. I think we're up to 20-something ratings. 20. 20. I saw, 20 okay, even. so that is updated for me, but not the reviews. Did you scroll all the way down? Yeah. And I tried, like, I scrolled down to, like, re- refresh oh, yeah. the thing, and it still didn't No, do they're it. there. 
They are there. So, how's so how was your week? Oh, Ash, before you got to ask, huh? You want me to talk about my week first? Yeah, because I always go first. Uh, my week's been pretty boring, hmm. I think. At least it's a short week. Oh, guess what I did? <laughs> what? I booked an animal communicator. A what? An, <laughs> like an animal psychic, you know? I know. I could have done that for free. For no, you couldn't. I mean, this lady, like, t- she, ha- a Facebook page I'm in, mm-hmm. the horse group, a lady posted saying that she did this that with this specific, specific communicator and that the lady told her, like, where her horse was in pain and that it made sense because that's where her horse was lame. Wow. Like, her, what her horse's field buddy looked like so i was like well i want to know what breeze is thinking so i booked it for him and then i was like maybe i'll have time to ask about amara because i have no idea what goes through her yeah, brain i thought you're I, I thought we were talking about the dogs but that's that's cool yeah so we'll see how the, am i crazy maybe maybe yeah but it's my money and i'm gonna spend it how i want i think if i was attached to uh animal i'm not gonna say pet but like you are with breeze i'd probably spend the money too yeah i just want to see well since i just moved moved him i'm just like i want to know if he's happy i want to know if he likes what we do if he likes living outside you know or stressed out he's not stressed out yeah so we'll see how that goes that's one exciting thing i did this week was book that i haven't done it yet how do they what's the is there videos on like how they do it it's a phone call so what, what I did was she asked for a picture uh-huh. of the animal, its name, how old it is, and how long I've had it. Hmm. So. So you have to be on the phone with Breeze right there next to you? No. I can be uh. it, like I'm doing it on my lunch break. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So we'll see how it goes. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. How's your week been? Horrible. I got into it with your wife, too. Did she tell you that? No. Yeah. About? didn't respond back to her snapchat oh my gosh yeah shout out Des. we're crazy it's all right it's all right uh, this week so we today is our last day in the rental house and you haven't been in the rental house you need to clarify you've oh, yeah. been using it as a storage unit <laughs> pretty much and we waited to last minute to clean like i knew we were going to and i had a lot more shit in the backyard than i thought and did you move your chicken? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. That's what I want to talk about. <laughs> yesterday, I went to go. No, day before yesterday. Damn, I've been there every day this week. Earlier this week, I went to get the chicken, and the chicken coop was too big to put in my truck. Oh, no. So I got a cardboard box, <laughs> and I opened the back flap on the chicken coop, and yeah. I put the box right there, and then I put food in the box hoping tr- she'd come in there yeah not not it didn't happen as i thought as i thought it was going to the chicken came to the door to the opening looked in the box looked up at me walked away turned around <laughs> walked straight back into the chicken i was like you motherfucker so i didn't have a lot of stuff left at the house so i found a or no i had our toilet plunger what where is this going You'll see. So I lifted the opposite end of the chicken tractor 
and use the toilet plunger as a like sword or whatever <laughs> like to try to uh, try to swish the chicken back into the opposite corner so if you're driving down dixie you see this crazy guy with a toilet plunger trying to hit a chicken into a box that's, mind your business that's what was going on and so it took like 30 minutes and i finally got him her her into the box and she didn't freak out i mean she was freaking out before that but put the box in the back of the truck drove down the highway at 65 miles an hour. You put her in the back of the truck? Yeah, I couldn't. Yes, you could. You could have put her in the front seat. It was a huge box. It wasn't like a small box. She was probably so scared. Did you put something on top of the box so she wouldn't fly out? I strapped it. Strapped it down. That poor chicken. By the time I got home, the, the, like, you know how you fold the flaps? Like, yeah. um, It was caving in? No, that was like about to blow off. Like, they came apart. That poor. Ryan. And I looked down in there and Chicken's just sitting there looking, looking up, at you. <laughs> looking up at me. And uh so I was gonna put the chicken in the garage and let a let her roam around in the garage until I got something built. Yeah. But I didn't feel like picking up chicken shit all around the garage because I still have all our stuff in there. So I took the chicken wire off of the chicken coop, brought that with me, and I had two pieces of rebar. And I made a little square behind the garage and hammered the rebar down in the corners. And mm-hmm. I needed one more post. So I had a golf club. So I hit the, took the <laughs> head of the golf club off and used the golf club as a stake. Did you put anything over her? So nothing all. Yeah, I put the big box um, for shelter and then food in her water dish. But like, did you cover the little area so no hawks get her or anything? No, there's there's tree cover, but... You know, fun fact, birds are the one animal I'm petrified of. Even chickens? Even chickens. Scare the crap out of me. They move really freaking fast. I told Destiny, she's attached to this thing. If it was me, I would have just... Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. I don't want to be here anymore. I love animals. I don't care how much I hate birds. I love animals, so don't say anything rude. Okay. I was saying is we could have had chicken nuggets for dinner, but... You can have chicken nuggets for dinner. Now that it survived the transportation, I'll have to make a nice little pin for it, so... Why didn't you just take Des's van to get the chicken? I don't know. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Smart. So that, and then just the stress of trying to turn the house over to a landlord, but... Well, if you didn't, if you weren't so last minute, Ryan, you wouldn't be so stressed. I know. I do it to myself every time. But, so that's done. And now I can get drunk tonight. Ugh. Are y'all just hanging out at home? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, uh, you should, I should have took a picture of the garage. It's like a tornado went through there. Because you were just throwing stuff in there? Yeah. Trying to. Well, every so she packed up all the Christmas stuff mm-hmm. last night. So I, we're in that transition of decorations. So now the house is like back to normal. And I finally got everything out of the house. So tonight I'll probably stay up late going through the garage organizing. Not me. Are you going to party? Nope. I'm going to my friend Alina's and we're watching Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Binger? Yep. What season are you on? Uh, almost to eight. I thought about starting it over. 
Yeah. So, rest well. In, rest in peace, O'Malley. Yeah. Chris, yesterday, asked, like, how Christmas was and everything. And I was like, well, I had a mental breakdown. And he was like, well, why? Is it because that guy died in Grey's Anatomy? No, that's not what happened. He was just like, well, why? And Cody was like, because George O'Malley died in Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> and Chris was like, wait, really? And I was like, yeah. It sent me down a spot roll. I cried three times on Christmas. <laughs> People get attached to these shows. He's the and best. Act, or characters and stuff. Yeah. So there you have it. This week's episode. See y'all next week. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're doing a really highly requested one. Yes, we picked our, or we looked at the polls and decided to go with our top one right now. Ah, D.B. Cooper. The Dubious Cooper. Did you know that D.B. Cooper is like a media thing that wasn't what he actually went by? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Dingleberry Cooper or something like that. Yeah. If you want to play Xbox with Ryan, that's his, that's his at name or whatever it's called. My gamer tag, itching Dingleberry. <laughs> at name. <laughs> Instagram. I think I'm giving up Xbox. Why, you suck? No, I'm switching to PC. PC gamer. Computer gamer. Oh, Ryan does this thing sometimes where he, he's a, he switches his hobbies and he gets really obsessed with one hobby. <laughs> and I guess that's the new thing. Well, it's... Uh, it's going to benefit the podcast because we're using that to oh, yeah. record and stuff. So, D.B. Cooper. D.B. Cooper. So, November 24th, 1971 is when he was born. Oh. I'm just kidding. Uh. <laughs> Ryan's like, yep, mm, sounds right. No. Uh. So, November 24th in 1971 in Portland, Oregon, a man who called himself Dan. There you go, Dan. Dan Cooper came to the counter of Northwest... Southwest? Northwest Airlines. Northwest Orient? I don't know. I wrote that down, but that doesn't sound like I don't remember Orient being in the. I just had a flight number. Oh. Dan Cooper used cash to pay for a one way ticket to Seattle, Washington. Flight number 305. A Boeing 727. Cody oh. builds wheels for those, did you know? I did not know. I didn't even know they're still in service, but I got some nerdy facts about the... I may have just lied to you. Cody may not build <laughs> wheels for those. All right. So for all you aviation nerds out there, Flight 305 Boeing 727-100 rolled out to the market November 27th, 1962. Produced from 1962 to 1984. 1, well, I guess Cody doesn't work on <laughs> 1,832 were built can carry an average hundred of 129 passengers. And, yep, that's it. Sometimes Cody looks in the sky when we're driving down Watershed, and he's like, that's a Southwest Boeing 328. And I'm like, how, <laughs> how can you know? That's how I was in the military. Like, I'd, I'd name off all these planes and jets and ships and stuff. So, the man appeared to be in his 40s. A businessman. He wore a business suit with a matching tie and a white shirt. He had a drink of bourbon and soda as the flight was taken off. Did you think of ZZ Top? No. Sharp dressed man. That, uh, that's like. No, I thought Men in Black. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, white white shirt, yeah. black tie. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I just yeah. 
So around 3 p.m., he handed the flight attendant a note stating he had a bomb in his briefcase and that she needed to sit down with him. He just wanted a date. He just wanted to hang out with the cute flight attendant. Well, she didn't, like, did you see that she just disregarded it at first? Stuck the note in her purse. Thing yeah, until it. he popped the briefcase yeah. and was like, look at these red wires or these wires and these red sticks of dynamite or whatever it is. And he's like, hey, lady, pay attention. Yeah, look at my... Look at my <laughs> big briefcase so she sat down he popped it open you know showed her the wires and the red things whatever they're called what are they called dynamite that's not what it is the acme sticks yeah. of dynamite what is it because we just watched a show that you told cody to watch about the pizza bomber oh and it was all in there what are they called I wasn't, no, it wasn't Pizza Bomber. It was the Manhunt man Yeah, series. not the Pizza Bomber, the Olympic Killer. Yeah. But I can't think of what it was called. C4? No, something Di- T. Something T. Oh, Terramite? Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I'm unsure. <laughs> I'm uneducated. Oh, Thermite. That's probably what it was. I have no idea. So she sat down, he showed her the wires, and then he handed her another note for the pilot. He demanded four parachutes and $200,000, specifically in $20 bills. Yeah, for a strip club. He just didn't want to have to break up those hundreds. You know why I feel real bad when I go to gas stations with a $100 bill? I'm like, can you break this? So do I. I'm like, sorry, bud. Especially right now, you know. I always try to go to the busy ones. That way I know they have cash. Yeah, money. At 524 PST... Cooper had been told his demands had been met, and then at 5.39, they landed. The flight landed in Seattle, and Dan told passengers to get the, get the F off my plane. 36 passengers. Get, the, get, the, get off my plane. And half the crew. Yeah, he kept a few workers, three pilots and one stewardess, and he told the pilot, take off. Let's go. Let's get this show on the road. And they, they refueled while they were there. Yeah, do you know where they were headed toward? I think Mexico City. Yeah, originally Mexico City. Yeah, that's where they were headed. Oh, I got a little fun fact. Uh, Cooper's seat was 18C, which was in the rear of the plane. Hmm. You know when you're in middle school and all the bad kids sit at the back of the bus? Yeah. That's what that reminds me of. Cody <laughs> used to sit in the back of the bus. A little Cody hurts. and Cameron both did. Between Seattle and Reno, Cooper took the ransom money and jumped out of the back of the plane. Yeah, I think they're going to Reno to refuel again. Again? Yeah, Mm. to make the jump to... Mexico City. Mm. When the plane landed, it still had the stairs down, like the back stairs that he jumped out of. Which I don't know how that works because doesn't that cause like a pressure? No, not when... If you're at a low altitude and a low enough speed, it won't. So it wouldn't like cause any crash landing or anything. Like I know if I know people jump out of planes, I've done it, but yeah. like I didn't know if on that big of a flight, just dropping the stairs like that would. I think if you're at, you know, at that certain altitude, going, you know, crazy fast, then it, then it'll mess yeah, you up, suck you out of there. Have you ever seen the show Lost? It's about a... Uh, yes. That's all I could think about this whole 
doing all my research. I was I'm just thinking about Lost. I wanted. I thought about that like a month ago. That show. I was like, man, I want to watch that again. Yeah, I know. My mom used to watch it as a kid, so I just remember bits and pieces. So the plane had landed with the stairs still down, and they found two parachutes and a tie in his seat. So I don't know why he asked for four. Why you need? Why you need four if you're gonna leave two? You know. can't test a parachute before you jump, so it's not like he could pick the two better ones. Could have been, I don't know, because maybe he thought he was going to get sabotaged, like their FBI was going to sabotage the... Shoots? Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. The military was called in a few days after and had thousands of troops search in the area that Cooper was like supposedly landed. Mm-hmm. They didn't find nothing. A few trial runs were ran to see, like they would fly the planes similar speed similar altitude and would drop weights to see where he would land that's cool i also read that during the hijacking a few planes followed him like from a distance followed that plane from a distance Uh, yeah because i think they called it in and then they had like a military escort right but they didn't see where he jumped yeah so um the weather was bad, wasn't it? I don't know if the weather was bad, but I know conditions were bad. So the FBI ended up calling the case the Norjack for the Northwest hijacking. Did you read that? Yeah. yeah. Norjack. Reminds me of Norwal. Yeah. Norwal. 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 Um, you just made me lose my train of thought by singing. That Norwal song. Yeah. Uh, well, that made me think of the chicken wing, chicken wing. Yeah. <laughs> there were hundreds and hundreds of interviews conducted. Chilling with my homies. Chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and baloney, chicken and macaroni, chilling with my homies. I watch too much TikTok. So there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of interviews. And then five years later, there are about 800 suspects with only a few dozen of those eliminated. But there were a few favorites. Yeah. There was a copycat. Um, yep, there was a copycat. Dude, I forget his name. Um, I lost my spot. So Richard Floyd McCoy had pulled a similar stunt about five months after Cooper did, but he was tracked down and arrested. Is that the copycat guy? Yeah, that's um, that's a copycat guy. They They also had no resemblance. So then in 1980, just north of Portland, in Tinabar or Tinabar? Yeah, 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 Tinabar, yeah. An eight-year-old boy was digging in the sand, you know, just a digging, and he found $5,800 worth of cash that matched Cooper's marked 20s. So. I read that they tested those bills and came back like unconclusive because they said something they tested like this is this is crazy tested the algae and dirt that was on the bill the bills itself and like did like a man i'm not sure how to say it like tested the i'm guessing the area or the time or something like that Mm -hmm. and it didn't match up and then they um were saying like some of the bills were rounded on the corners suggesting that 
um, they've been in like nature for longer than they should have been. Yeah. So that didn't match. I don't know. It was like a bunch of stuff they did. Well, I just thought it was weird because it was thought that D.B. Cooper didn't survive because of the conditions of the jump. He had jumped with a chute that you weren't able to steer. Mm -hmm. So like when I jumped out of the plane, I got to steer. I got these little handles that I got to steer the parachute. He wasn't able to steer and he jumped in a heavily wooded area at nighttime not nighttime, but when it was dark out. Mm-hmm. Um, but like some signs pointed to him being an experienced jumper, like knowing the military grade shoot would better suit for the jump he was making. But then some things say he was a be- beginner, like choosing the shoot that he couldn't steer. But that's what confuses me. I'm like, well, wh- how did these, how did this 5,800 get buried if yeah. he didn't even make the jump? I think he was a, uh I think he had pilot experience or maybe it was a pilot with the military um, because he knew whether he researched this prior or already knew what to do, but he knew that having the staircase down would create drag to slow the plane down and then putting the flaps down at a certain degree will slow the plane down to make it ideal for jumping. Downforce. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a bunch of little things that he did that definitely... Either show experience or tons and tons and tons of research. Because he commented on, um, before he jumped, I think uh, when they first took off, commented out the window on, oh, this is uh, so-and-so down there, and oh, that looks like this city, blah, blah, blah. So He's just talking to the stewardess, like, no one, she knows he has a bomb. Yeah. They're just having conversation. Yeah. Like, oh, look, there's a Eiffel Tower. Yeah. <laughs> look, a field. Okay. Do you want to talk about people? You got anything else to say before I talk about um, suspects? Um, let me check my... Handy dandy notebook. Uh, did you say the, uh, the pilot's name was William Scott? William Scott? That sounds like a, a name of alcohol. Uh, William Scott Reserve. Yeah. And the main stewardess that um, was involved with Cooper, her name was Florence Schaffner. Oh, Florence, I'm sorry. I know. She survived, didn't she? What do you mean she survived? The Uh, plane didn't crash. (laughs) I'm just sorry for her for going through it. (laughs) Um, I think that's it. Oh. Before the demands, um, I noted that, that they circled the area in the air before they landed to give authorities time to get the demands together. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. I wonder if we have the same suspects written down. Okay, so I'm going to start with Jack Kofelt. He came forward in 1972 claiming to be Cooper, but all his stories were inconsistent. He just wanted to be famous. I, I want to be famous. Then there was Kenneth Christensen, who was a flight attendant for Northwest Airlines at one point. A little ironic, huh? Mm. Yep. He was a flight attendant, and it was stated a few months after the Norjack, he bought a new house in cash. His brother told FBI that. He also looked similar to the sketch of D.B. Cooper. But after he passed away, his brother came forward to media saying, yo, my brother was D.B. Cooper. But FBI interviewed him and turned it down. 
And they were like, look, your brother didn't even pay cash for that house. I don't know what he told you about he trying to flex, but we looked at records. He didn't pay cash. He's not D.B. Cooper. Damn, I can't believe he, tur- he would turn on his own family. Right. If if And I bet his brother gave him a little bit of money. If, oh, if, if that was up. the situation. And then there was Barbara Dayton, who had underwent a gender reassignment surgery. She had... Well, I, at that time, he had boasted to his friends about being Cooper, but FBI never took it seriously. Surprise, surprise. Then there was Lynn Cooper and his brother Dewey Cooper. This is my favorite one. You know, because Cooper mm. shows up to that year's Thanksgiving, you know, like literally a few oh, days later. Yeah. And Lynn was bloody and bruised, claiming he was in a car crash a few days before. Marla Cooper, which is their niece, claimed she overheard them say, quote, we did it. We solved our money issues. We hijacked an airplane, end quote. FBI dismissed this after Lynn's daughter gave a DNA sample that didn't match. <laughs> but don't, I mean, that's a good sounding story. Yeah. You said Dewey Cooper? Dewey Cooper? Yeah. I like that name. Dewey? Dewey. Dewey Decimal System? Dewey. Short Dewey. for Mountain Dew. Dewey, Dewey Brown Cooper, D.B. Cooper. <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? Are William you, Gossett. You said that was the closest one to being? In my opinion. Oh, okay. That's my favorite. William Gossett was a, this one's good too though, because he was a survivalist. Hold on, let me fix my mic. A survivalist, a parachutist, and a parachutist veteran. So he was a veteran. Mm. He told his sons and a local judge that he had committed the 71 skyjacking. And his son claims, remembering that year, they had a pretty big Christmas. They had money that Uh, Christmas. (laughs) Yep. So many uh, investigators thought that Gossett was Cooper. Like a lot of the investigators, not the FBI investigators, but like sleuths you yeah, know people yeah. that inve- investigated it on their own were like yo this is our guy this is him but the fbi was like no evidence sorry about you don't th- they had a sketch to go off like were they comparing pictures? they were comparing it but oh, okay. and some people matched pretty dang close and some people didn't which blows my mind how can a lot of people match us i don't know i just don't get how you just wake up one day and decide you know, I'm going to claim this event that happened and right. put myself in jail. I'm going to be the one. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, imagine thinking, I have balls. I'm going to the cops and I'm going to tell them who I am. And then the cops just look at you and be like, ha ha, yeah. go home. <laughs> Maybe it's some kind of adrenaline rush or something. That, I don't know. I guess. So then there was Robert Rackstraw, who was suspected because after the hijacking, he had mailed a bunch of letters to the FBI. He was a formal special... I couldn't find what the letters were about. I never found that. Sorry, guys. Um, He was a former special forces paratrooper, explosives expert, and pilot that went by multiple aliases. Oh, shit. But he was dismissed in 1979. I don't know why. Hmm. What was his name again? That was Robert Rackstraw. Another good name. Rackstraw? Yep. Next was... This is a... This this was a good one when I started reading it, but the further I went down, I was like, me. Yeah. John List. That's a cool name, right? John List. 
definitely a secret spy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He killed his entire family November 9th, 1971. What? Yep. He, after shooting his mother, wife, and three children, Liss disappeared under a new name. Then, when he was caught in 89, he denied being Cooper, but admitted to murdering his family. Might have to do an episode on him. Right. So then there was Richard McCoy, who I talked about oh, earlier, heard, the yeah, copycat. Yeah, copycat. Yeah. He was a hijacker in April 1972. He demanded half a million dollars and four parachutes on a United Airlines flight. He jumped out over Utah, but he he landed safe and sound. Well, I won't say safe and sound. He probably had some dents and bruises, oh, yeah. but he was arrested. Then he escaped from prison. Oh, my gosh. And then when cops found him again, there was a shootout and he was shot and killed. Huh. But yeah. That's a co- well. That's who people. Th- it, that's either him or a copycat. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. That's a. Uh... That's a tough one. I think I'm between the Cooper brothers and him. I think it's none of them, and he's still cruising out there. Yeah. Because he, he's like... with Elvis. He with Elvis. <laughs> He's probably just got a little cabin living off the land somewhere up there because there's... I don't I don't think so. If you ask for $200,000 and you go to a cabin in the middle of nowhere, what are you going to use your $200,000 for? Escape to Canada? You don't need $200,000 to get to Canada? New identity established? You $200,000 identity. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I mean, some of the conspiracies on what actually, or like what people think happened. Some people think that the flight crew were in on it (sighs) and he jumped somewhere way different and survived and then split the... Florence. Florence, I need to know these answers. Come on, shoot me an email. I won't tell anybody. (laughs) So Bailey that, Archer at yahoo.com please um, there's another bit I forget the other big one but yeah that one was like made me think I was like damn what yeah they could have been in on it the whole time cause they all land safe and sound mm-hmm. but yeah that's pretty that's a good story I did you see the movie without a paddle like forever ago yeah that was like they're they're looking for the treasure, D.B. Mm. Cooper. And that was the first thing I thought about when we did this. I was like, man, that movie was awesome. Maybe we should go looking for the treasure. Yeah. Somewhere around Tina Bar. Tina Bar. Tina Bar. Yeah. But it was that was a good that was a good topic. Yeah, this one was fun. Cody's gonna be really happy. Um I got all I got actually I got like seventy five percent of my information. I'm citing my sources from FBI.gov and that's exactly why I'm citing my sources. Yeah. I mean those the um, The fuzz can't be coming for me. <laughs> the place the different places I looked at, I came back to that one because it was the I guess the best yeah uh, detail or whatever. But. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people, it was like, they they called, FBI officially oh, ended this. Oh, 2016. Yeah, and that was like a really long 2016, running. that was only four years ago, and this happened in 1971. Yeah. yeah, and there's still people that go out looking for 
clues and anything like that, which is cool. And the FBI still, I can't remember where they have it posted, but they said if you find anything uh, related to D.B. Cooper. Yeah, turn it in. Yeah. Well, yeah, turn it I in. I wonder if that's what. Um, notify them about it. What's that show? Uh, what's that show? That just came out and it's coming out again about all the teens in South Carolina. Teen Mom? No. (laughs) What is it called? Teens in South Carolina? Yeah, on the boat. They find the treasure. Oh, Outer Banks. Banks. Outer Banks. Outer Banks. I wonder if that's what what it's based off. Did you see they have a new season coming out soon? Yeah. Cody's hype. I'm so hype. I watched... uh, John B. is the love of my life. Yeah, John B. Um, John B. He reminds me of California, dude, but... After the first season, I watched, uh, it's like a director's behind the scenes kind of thing. Yeah. And someone leaked or hinted, I guess that's leaking, leaked a second season. And I was like, what? So then I like dove into trying to find that. And then. Yeah. Netflix, yeah. Netflix announced it the other day. But I followed, I think I still do follow one of the couple of the characters on the show and they and they like confirmed it on their yeah. personal oh, it was cool i do too on um tiktok and like yes it's teenage high school kids but like right well that's the thing is it's based on like high school kids but all those people are my age so yeah, like, nobody tell me nothing once you like three episodes into it you forget they're teenagers and you're yeah, just they're like not they're not teenagers bye you're just so involved in the story it's pretty cool it is really cool i wonder if that's what that's based on like loosely obviously really loosely it'd be cool yeah i'm surprised they haven't had like a big blockbuster movie we should do it about db we should do it i mean we have this grand studio down here <laughs> oh speaking of studio Oh, yeah. We're moving. We're moving. Like About 100 foot. 100 feet. <laughs> we're going to move our studio into the shed because we were going to build a room in my garage. But I think the shed will be better soundproof wise and yeah. we're just going to run electric out there and that'll be our little studio. Yeah, because it's like a walkout garage basement thing and it's cold. It is really cold. And yeah, soundproofing is... Y'all can't hear my dogs, but we hear my dogs. Yeah. So, and we were worried because the sun pump is behind me and we were going to brick, not brick, but like close this whole area in and we can't do it with the sun pump. So we're just going to shuffle on out to the shed. Yeah. The shed would be cool though because it's partially insulated already, Mm -hmm. Cody said, and it'd be cool to... Maybe paint it when we're done or like, you know, make it look like. Yeah, we can make it home. Recording light outside that we turn on or something. Yeah, we can make it home. We can, we can put holes in the wall that don't matter. We can do it all. (laughs) It'll be perfect. Like I've been thinking about how we'll set it up in there, but once we get the new recorder, we won't need the computer. Right. So I'll save a lot of space. So we could, you and me could be sitting on the chairs and have a little. Round like table. Coffee table with the recorder sitting right there. Yep. And just be chilling. Be comfy. And have like... Big things, big things. Probably another two chairs for guests or something, but... Big things, people. Buckle up. It's our next project. Yep. So, Instagram, 
at the Conspiracy Burrito. No, at the official Conspiracy Burrito. Uh, Ryan's Instagram is Conspiracy Burrito Ryan. Mine is B underscore Auksher. Facebook at the Conspiracy Burrito Podcast. And then we have the Conspiracy Burrito Talk O Truck. <laughs> Um, or you can vote for topics mm-hmm. or just talk. Sorry. I was going to say, I, I've been busy this last week or two, but <clears throat> now all that stuff is done. So I'll be more active on that yeah. um, group. And I'm sure y'all can understand holidays are crazy. Yeah. Especially yeah. for Ryan, because with him being out of town, his family comes in and out for different holidays with mm-hmm. the kids, you know, so it's been pretty hectic. But that's fine because we've still been getting y'all episodes because we love y'all. Yep. Yep. Um, reach out to us for anything you need. Uh, let us know any topics, suggestions. You can do that on the page. All that good stuff. We want to talk to y'all. I know. Don't be shy. Yep, be our friends. Um, don't forget to follow my man Jimmy D. Jimmy D's tees. Tees, tees. And Roz and the Big Man. Awesome comic series. Go give Average Fellas a follow. He's awesome. And what's our Patreon? Oh, patreon.com backslash the official conspiracy burrito. We Uh, got the tiers. We got the tiers, you know. Three tiers, as little as a dollar. Or you can be a California burrito and donate $10. Everything goes back into the podcast. Stickers, koozies, t-shirts. Recording equipment, all that good stuff, everything. We're about to make an upgrade. So, a lot of cool stuff. A lot of cool stuff. Make sure that you're leaving a review wherever you listen. Also, if you're leaving a review where you listen and we're not talking about it, holler because I only ever use Spotify and Apple, so I'm not really sure how to look at the reviews. I don't even know how to get to the reviews on Spotify. So if you have left a review and we haven't given you a shout out, please message me and school me on how to find reviews wherever you left it. Yeah, because our analytics are, what's it called? Analytics. Service that we used to upload. It doesn't show us reviews on you know, what platforms are on. So we don't know. Right. So I'm always checking Apple podcasts because I know how to get to those reviews. But if I'm missing any, please give me a shout because I will shout out you ten, shout you out 10 times. I don't care. So I hope you have a happy new year. And here's to hoping 2021 oh, yes. is better than 2020. Peace out, girls. Go. Later, get it. Transmission terminated.